You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is the episode being recorded on Thursday, August the 27th of 2020. A lot of stuff to talk about. Um, not going to be super easy stuff. Some of it's kind of upsetting because the Cardinals lost two yesterday, but um, just outline, out, outline the episode, um, preview the episode for you, if you will. I'll be talking um, about what's going, going on in the sports world the last couple of days with the um, strikes that these players have been going on, the postponements of uh, games around not even just around the league, but around the uh, sporting world. Uh, that'll bring it back in um, specifically with talking about Jack Flaherty and Dexter Fowler opting to not play yesterday in re- protest of the uh, uh, shooting, awful shooting of Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And then I will uh, talk about the two doubleheader, two, the two games to today that the Cardinals lost, uh, which their bats fell silent. But, um, I know some of you guys might be saying stick to sports, but you know th- this goes beyond sports. Let's um, see over the last couple of days, these athletes step up and wanting their voices to be heard. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks and the NBA really led the way, specifically yesterday, uh, postponing their playoff games. Uh, there are more postponements today. The WNBA, which has been an excellent proponent of uh, social justice over the years, also uh, did not play basketball yesterday or today. Um, and I I really don't see how people can be upset with these protests, uh, with this form of protest, with, with the cancellation of these games, postponements, because um, there are certain things that are plain and simple, just bigger than sports, that matter more than sports. Um, and racial injustice is one of those things. Um, you know, people want to say, oh, you know, just go out there and, and play the sport, uh, entertain us for the night, let, get our minds off it. Well, sports have been a distraction, viewed as a distraction, I feel like, for too many years. And it's it's distracted us for too long. We have become a, accustomed to sports distracting us and allowing us to almost ignore the problems of the world. Um, even though sports and politics have been intertwined a lot um, uh, over the years, but still, these sports allow us to just kind of quote or attempt to allow us to attempt to just forget about what's going on in the world, and that that's not okay, especially when. Um, what's so much what's going on in the world is is uh, awful and needs more attention. And these people, these, these athletes, are not just here for our entertainment. They're not just here to entertain us. They are here. They are people. They have beliefs. They have um, things that, that, that they want to advocate for. And this is their platform. This is how they use their platform. This is how they're protesting. They are saying, hey, you guys aren't going to get your game tonight. Go home and have a conversation about racial injustice and educate yourselves. Um, there are plenty of websites to go to, donate to, to or you can call um, public officials in Kenosha. Uh, I was um, blessed enough to be a part of a uh, Locked On uh, roundtable discussion about all of this, and then I'll be sharing tomorrow. Uh, Gabrielle Starr, host of Locked On Red Sox, was the main host of that, uh, brought it all together. Um, and it's interesting. We, there's a lot of things discussed in that, so I, I encourage you to listen to that um, with open ears and an open heart. 
one of the things discussed in that was uh, you know the difference of how the NBA is going about this and MLB. You saw the the, the Bucks instead of playing a game yesterday, they, they they made calls to local health officials like or not health officials, excuse me, local law enforcement, um, public officials to uh, demand justice for for the officer that, that that shot Jacob Blake. And I think that you know that's something we can all do. And and beyond that, what 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 this does, what these protests do, the, these boycotts do, or strikes, whatever you want to call it, by these players by not playing, it brings this issue to the forefront, because now these athletes are not just athletes; uh, they, they are people that want justice, and they are people that are standing up for racial injustice, and, and it allows us to have a conversation. Um, it, it brings that to the forefront of our minds, and it it brings it to our attention, which is vitally vitally important. Uh, lo- looking at just the St. Louis Cardinals standpoint, they had two players individually decide to not participate in yesterday's game and one also tonight. Uh, Jack Flaherty didn't participate in either one of the games and Dexter Fowler did not play yesterday. Uh, I think that, to be honest, and it, it's it's unfortunate that this was the way it went with a doubleheader today. I think that if the Cardinals don't play a doubleheader today and it's just one game, I really, I'd, I'd hope this would be the case. Anyways, I'd hope that the Cardinals would have said, "Okay, we are also going to protest today," in terms of not playing to, you know, in solidarity with with, with the uh, African American community and to protest the shooting of uh, Mr. Blake. So it's unfortunate that they didn't. I think a lot. Uh, we, we saw uh, seven games to get today get postponed: Rockies, D-backs, A's, Rangers, Blues. Blue Jays, Red Sox, Phillies, Nationals, Orioles, Rays, Twins, Tigers, Marlins, Mets. Um, we also saw a lot of games get played today. I think part of that was because certain teams didn't play Wednesday. The Marlins and Padres had a doubleheader today, as well as the Reds and Brewers, because those two teams and the Giants and Dodgers, those two teams did not play yesterday. The only team that didn't make a team decision in the last two days was St. Louis. They played yesterday. They played both games today. The owners, the Cardinals made a statement. The players made, you know, made their statement that we, we stand with, with, with Jack and Dexter. We, we support them and all this good stuff. But at the end of the day, I mean, there's only actions speak louder than words. So I think that, you know, Wong made the comment yesterday. Yeah, we wanted to go win it, win it for these guys. Winning a baseball game was great. Made a game up in the standings yesterday. That's awesome. <laughs> but, I mean, that's not curing racial injustice. And I don't think these protests are meant to cure overnight. I don't, I don't think anybody thinks of that. And people use the argument, oh, they're doing it. It's not going to. Well, the people doing it don't think it's going to either. It just brings the attention to our minds, and it brings brings this issue up for uh, conversation. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of just realized that as I was recording that the Cardinals were the only team that didn't make a decision to not play yesterday or today. They had players do it, Dexter Fowler and Jack Flaherty. Um, but yeah, that's, that's an interesting interesting point that I'm sure will be discussed um, in the next couple days as well. And who knows what the sporting world is going to look like. I know that the Clippers and Lakers voted that they wanted to suspend the season or cancel the season because of this. And, you know, who knows what, what, what the rest of this brings. But at the end of the day, bare minimum, what this did, uh, what all these boycotts and, and strikes and postponements did of games, and demonstrations by the Mets yesterday, today, what it did was it, it brought this topic of conversation into a lot of different homes. At least I, I hope it did. It, it did in my, brought it in my home, brought it in my heart. Um, I had, like, you know, like I said, the round table as well as other discussions with friends. And, and at the end of the day, we need to be able to educate ourselves. And if it takes players not playing games, baseball games, uh, basketball games to allow us to have these conversations, then that's what it's going to take. 
Um, it, it's unfortunate that it had to go this extreme, that we need to have these conversations this often. Um, but these conversations are ones that needed to be had. Um, so, so that's my take on, on the whole situation of these strikes and boycotts. Um, Fowler, or excuse me, Flaherty sent out a tweet that kind of saying, we're the only sport playing today, think about that. And he kind of made some questionable tweets he, tweets he spent since. Apologized for that. Uh, apologized to his teammates as well. He said, uh, quote, I love these guys. We support each other. It was poor timing and my fault, end quote. Um, so, I mean, I think Jack Flaherty is very passionate about this, and that caught him up in the heat of the moment a little bit. But So, so yeah, so that that is my take on that whole situation of the uh, boycotts and strikes and protests and things like that. So continue to educate yourselves. Continue to... Um, you know, not ignore these athletes that they're standing up for a reason and they have a voice and they want to be heard. So, um, yeah, that, that's what I have to say about that. Um, and I, in just a moment, I will talk about baseball because Cardinals did play two games today and they lost two out of two to Pittsburgh. So I'll talk about that coming up in just a moment. The improved Built Bar is even deliciouser than before. 18 amazing flavors, and they have six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. That goes along with their 12 original flavors, coconut almond, raspberry, peanut butter, banana bread, toffee almond, coconut butter, and peanut butter brownie, just to name a few. And if you're like me, you're going to love this next fact. Each and every bar is covered 100% in chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and like I said before, they are super delicious. Built Bar is also great for the health-conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. Great for the keto diet. You get a free cooler with purchase of Built Bar right now. That's only while supplies last. So be sure to go ahead and purchase Built Bar and have a chance to win a free cooler. You can purchase Built Bar by going to BuiltBar.com. You can use the promo code LOCKEDON as well to get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code Locked On for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Tomorrow's show will also be released after the games against Cleveland, um, so be looking out for that. It'll, might be, it'll be released Friday night after the game. It might be midnight, but I'll release it and share it on Saturday morning so you guys can hear, see it as well at LO underscore Cardinals. Um, this is the show's Twitter, so be on the lookout for that. And um, Yeah, so I'll preview those that series quickly um, in a little bit, but I do want to talk about the two games against Pittsburgh, so let's get to that. These were also two disappointing games for the St. Louis Cardinals. Offense just continues to struggle, um, and against a team like Pittsburgh, who is who is now nine and nineteen on the year with a minus thirty nine run differential, uh, Pittsburgh is able to win four three and two zero. Cardinal offense being lackluster. I mean, this would have been huge. The Cubs didn't play today. Uh, I mentioned in my earlier segment. Uh, Cubs also did not po- uh, postpone their games yesterday. And they didn't today really because they didn't have a game scheduled. So um, just want to put that out there. But, man, it would have been huge for the Cardinals to pick up a game, to be one game out heading into the weekend series. But now they're three games out, sitting at 11 and 11, 500 on the year. The run differential is still plus 12, which is best in the division, um, fourth in the league um, by, by a lot. And, I mean, third place is 21 with San Diego and then 20. Seven for Atlanta and 84 for the Dodgers. That's just ridiculous. Um, but anyways, so uh, yeah, it would have been nice to pick up 
two games against Pittsburgh, but instead the Cardinals fall twice. Um, I'm going to start positive because th- there are positives to be had here. Um, and one of those positives in game one was the pitching. I mean, th- this Cardinals pitching staff continues to just straight up impress. If you, I mean, uh, KK came able to go six innings, three hits, uh, one unearned run, a walked one, struck out three. His ERA is down to 1.08. Uh, he, he just continues to impress. I know it's the Pittsburgh offense, but Kim has just really been impressive this year. Gallegos comes in for a scoreless inning. John Gant with his second loss of the year. Uh, he, he did not look very sharp. Three three runs, one earned, uh, because the biggest problem in this game, other than the offense, because the offense was able to get seven hits and put together two runs in the last inning, we'll draw four walks and strike out three, so that's good. Biggest problem in this game was Brad Miller and on the bases. Excuse me, in the field. Um, I'm one to say that not one person can lose a baseball game, but there are certain games where somebody tries, and today was Brad Miller's turn to try. Uh, he had one air with the arm and one air with the glove. The throwing air came in the fourth. Um, Cole Tucker reached on the air, and he ended up coming down to score. And the fielding air came in the eighth, and that allowed... Um, one run to score and another runner to third. That would have been a third out of the inning. It would have only it would have been a tie game then if Miller makes that play. The Cardinals get two in the bottom of the eighth. So Cardinals are just having a rough time defensively. They had three errors in game one. They had no errors in game two. So that was good. Um, but this is uh, kind of been a theme in the last couple of days. Their, their feeling has been subpar to say the le- to you know put kind of put it lightly. On the 26th, they had an error as well against Kansas City. They also had an error on Monday as well in the 5-4 loss. So, feeling has been a bit of a struggle for the St. Louis Cardinals, to say the least. Like I said, um, to that, you know, didn't cost them the game. Or I mean, <laughs> I guess, you know, as I say that, I can kind of stutter because that error, you know, those errors really, really did cost the Cardinals the game. Uh, the, the third error for St. Louis came uh, via Colton Wong, which was a fielding error, which is super rare for him, so I'm not worried about him. But, you know, there was a question posted to me on Twitter, would you rather have Carpenter or Edmund playing third base? And I answered Carpenter because that means uh, that means he's not at first, and I think he's worse at first. Um, but, you know, Cardinals really are going to have to figure out this third base situation. And Brad Miller, who has done an excellent job just – you know, 318 averaged uh, at the end of play Thursday, 1.015 OPS. So, uh, you know, two home runs, 11 runs driven in. Um, his bat's starting to cool off. Maybe it's because he's not hitting his biggest moments. But, you know, I, you know, either way, whether he, he hits, you know, 317 or 117, he's got to play better defense than he has the last couple of days. So, um, and then the problem again for St. Louis in the ninth was not, or in the eighth, in the eighth I guess, was not being able to, uh, you know, get that run home. Carlson was able to lead off with a single, but uh, Fowler was already on, so he went to third. Wong hit the sacrifice fly. That's a good piece of hitting. You like to see that. Uh, but then after Wong hits the sacrifice fly, Edmund singles, Goldschmidt singles, and then you had two strikeouts. Um, you know, Miller struck out on three pitches, and then Max Schrock struck out on three pitches. I don't know why he was pinch hitting there. Um, with you know, you have O'Neill who started the next game, so it wasn't an injury thing. I don't, I just don't understand that move whatsoever. I mean, no disrespect to Max Schrock, I think he'll be a decent enough player. I mean, you know, middle infielders, you know, kind of little guy can get some hits for you, but I just don't know why he was hitting there. So, you know. Overall, the Cardinals didn't even have that many chances to, to score. They were 2-for-6, which were in scoring position. So that's, you know, 333. That's really good, but not a lot of chances. They left six on base. Um, g- game two, 
and they were shut down. They were 0 for 7 with over 7 with runners in scoring position and 5 left on base. Ponce was really good. <laughs> 5 and 2 thirds, um, 5 hits, 2 walks, 2 strikeouts, kept the Cardinals off balance. They just couldn't barrel anything up. Uh, they, they weren't able to get anything going, only had 5 hits. Um, I thought Johan Oviedo looked good again. He didn't strike out a lot. The guys only struck out one, um, walked two, but you know, five innings, two, two earned. I mean, that's what you're gonna, that's what you ask for, especially in terms of a rookie pitcher, uh, second game of a doubleheader. I'll take that every time out. Just the third inning was when he gave up his runs, and then Austin Gomber comes in and throws two more scoreless. Gomber's yet to give up an earned run this year, so. The pitching is not the problem for St. Louis. I, I don't think if anybody thinks that, if anybody thinks that the way sports manage the bullpen is a problem, then, then they're wrong. <laughs> um, I'm sure you're a great person, but you're wrong. <laughs> uh, the problem has been offense. They, they just can't seem to um, you know, get hits when, they, when it matters. I mean, on the day today, they were 2 for 13 with runners in scoring position, and they left 11 runners on base. Um, I know that's 15 innings, so it's not like nine innings, but still on the day that was just not a good – um, efficient day. So the offense just needs to turn around, and it doesn't get any easier tomorrow, uh, assuming they play tomorrow. Who knows if they end up protesting? But Jackie Robinson is, so they'll, they'll probably play. It doesn't get any easier against um, Cleveland, as I kind of preview that to end up the show here real quick. Uh, Tristan McKenzie gets the ball tomorrow night, 7-15, first pits. Um, he was one of the greatest debuts that I ever saw. I watched this game uh, against the Tigers. Um, he, he struck out 10 and in six innings, just, and it was one, two hits, two hits is what it was. So he was very impressive and earned another start. We'll see what Ponce brings to the table with, um, Yuan Oviedo keeping, continuing to impress and Carlos Martinez wanted to come back as a starter. I think this is a make or break start for Ponce de Leon. I think he's really got to pitch well to make the decision hard on Schilt. Um, you know, when I was in high school playing ball, my coaches always said, what, uh, you got to make the decision difficult for the coaches. That's what Ponce needs to focus on. He, you know, he doesn't need to throw a perfect game. He just needs to pitch well enough to make the coaching staff think, okay, okay, what do we want to do with this decision? So um, we'll see how that goes in terms of Ponce. Rest of the series, how that lines out pitching-wise. Um, on Saturday, they got a one or a 12-15 start. Excuse me. Uh, Carlos Carrasco gets the ball uh, for Cleveland. No starter announced yet for St. Louis. And then Sunday, 115 start. Um, Aaron uh, Savali for Cleveland and no starter announced for St. Louis. Um, but the Cardinals, like, you know, I don't want to say this is a make or break series, but you're getting to that point. They're almost halfway through. The, the rest of the league is at 30 games, and the Cardinals are getting pretty darn close. So uh, this is a very important series coming up for St. Louis um, to wrap up the homestand because after their uh, three game set against Cleveland this weekend, the Cardinals will travel over to Cincinnati for a series. They start that series on Monday. So we'll see if, you know, if they can tread water here for the rest of the weekend and uh, play well against Cincinnati. But I think Cardinals need to win two out of three to remain, um, to remain a threat and to remain a serious threat to uh, anybody playing them. So we'll see where this weekend goes. But thank you for listening. Uh, my name is Lucas Smith. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Email the show with any questions you have at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Um, continue to have tough conversations with friends and families and loved ones. Um, there are, are many more important things in baseball, so make sure we all keep that in mind as we continue to move out 2020. So thanks for listening to the show. As always, stay safe, stay well. Have a great day.
Thank you.